Hello, it's Angela and I hope you're well. Now this is a special podcast episode which is a coaching session between myself and my client Leslie. Now the challenge we've had is at the end of the session we realised that the microphone was not working properly. So my voice during the session is distorted in places. Sadly, we can't recreate the session because obviously it was in the moment and very authentic. So I've decided to put out this podcast anyway, despite the issues with the sound. And I'm just asking you to overcome that and listen in anyway, because I'm sure you'll get lots of value. And it's just a fantastic listen. So try to ignore the distortions and focus on Leslie and I'm sure you'll get something from it. I am delighted that you have found the Mindset Mentor Meets podcast. I'm Angela Cox, your host and indeed the Mindset Mentor, and I'll be interviewing executives and founders at the top of their game to find out what lies beneath. I want to know what makes people proud, how they define success, what holds them back and indeed what drives them forward. This is authentic and natural conversation with the best in the business. So listen in, enjoy and if you love what you hear, please do leave a review. And now, over to today's guest. Hello lovely listener and welcome to the Mindset Mentor Meets podcast. Now today is a very special episode. It's another one of our fly on the wall coaching sessions where I put myself in the position of coaching a lovely client in a Zoom environment so that you, dear listener, get the pleasure of listening in to what it might be like if you did it. Now I'm quite excited today because I have got with me one of my favorite clients. Her name is Leslie and I've worked with her in the past and we haven't worked together now for probably about 12 months so it'll be lovely to have a catch up today. So Leslie, you're sitting there in your beautiful new bright and breezy house. How are you my lovely? I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. It's lovely to be able to have this conversation with you and move some of my life forward a bit. Oh it's just so nice to see you in that space and looking so free and so gorgeous oh it's just like you've landed and you're where you're meant to be yeah I'm I'm still pinching myself daily that this is my home and this is where I am but I put it out into the universe and it happened and yeah I count my blessings every morning that I I wake up here in sunny Chichester yes chai adjacent darling oh yes I am chai adjacent So not only is Leslie a lovely client of mine, but she's also become a friend because we have probably known each other now since 2016, the kind of big girl's journey to lean days when I used to run that group. And just recently, Leslie has moved house and it just happens to be in the same town as I live. And it's just amazing. So I came to see you last Saturday, didn't I? And we had, we had cake and strawberry lemonade. It was wonderful. 
It was very pleasant and took me away from the packing boxes, which there are still many. There are still <laughs> many. I wish there weren't, but I am working through them slowly. I'm working well, through them slowly. Empty them at the time. That's right. It's it's yes. just marvelous. Now we have worked together lots of times before, and you've been on the retreat and various things. And you've made tons of progress in that time in terms of your personal development journey. So when I put out that I wanted volunteers for this, I wasn't expecting you to come forward, but you have done. And so I'm quite curious as to what it is that you'd like to work on. Well, it's a difficult one because I really feel like I'm in a good place. And the last year has been an interesting one. and, And in terms of personal growth has been huge. What I'm not very good at is the reflecting on it and the journaling and the acknowledgement of the feelings. And I think had I journaled over the last year, the little imposter voice that is sometimes still telling me, you don't deserve this house, you Mm -hmm. don't deserve to be this free-spirited, possibly wouldn't rear its head as often as it does. And I guess what I'm looking for is how to be more mindful moving forward in terms of where I am, how I consider, you know, I have really good days, lots of really good days. I occasionally have a day where, you know, I shut the door and just think, thank you, I'm in my own space, I can now, you know, decompress. But mostly, I wake up just full of joy. And I need to reflect on that better. I'm conscious that I don't do enough to honour the feelings that I have. Oh, that's a nice phrase, isn't it? Honour the feelings. Yeah. What would the feelings be that you don't feel you've been honouring? Happiness is is the big one. I, I feel blessed and very often joyful. And I don't no, I do recognise that they are, that's how I feel and they are very strong feelings that I feel a lot and I'm very grateful for. It's stopping the voice that says mm. that you shouldn't feel that way. You don't deserve to feel that way. And I do deserve to feel that way. And I, I want to work on ways that I can support mm. how I'm feeling into a long-term way of being, whether that's through journaling you know, I meditate on how I'm feeling and I'll I'll often do work around breath work and those kind of things just to kind of level myself. But it's quietening the voice on my shoulder, that that little devil that goes, yeah, but, yeah, but. Yeah, but. Oh, don't you just love a yeah, but. (laughs) Now, it's interesting this because earlier at the beginning of the conversation, you used that phrase, I don't deserve to have the house. And then logically, you know that you can reframe that and say that you do deserve. But when we talk about the feeling that's underpinning that, it's a feeling of happiness that you want to be able to acknowledge and be present in and accept as being okay. And then what's happened as you've gone on and you've gone into the conversation, that undeserving has become about the happiness as opposed to the thing, the house. So at what point in your life did you learn, and I'm asking you to tune into your intuition here, that happiness isn't okay? Oh, very young, very young. I would say seven or eight. Seven or eight. 
Yeah. What makes you say that? Because I can remember a situation near my birthday where I was super excited about something that then didn't happen. And I just remember thinking, well, I didn't deserve for it to happen. Okay. Um, And that, that joy, that childhood joy, I think there were, there were many situations with both of my parents where I want to say happiness was stolen, and and that's not the right phrase. I I can't think of. That's so word. weird. That phrase was just in my head. We do this all the time. Liz. I know, I know, but it it was looking back. Love was conditional, not unconditional, as a child, and I think also so was happiness. Mm. And it's taken me a long time to love unconditionally, and and I I do. <laughs> whether people like it or not <laughs> if you're in my tribe you're loved <laughs> but and as you know because you're in my tribe I've learned you well. <laughs> but the happiness part of it that's that's been a harder one to work on because I genuinely feel happier than I've felt in a long time and it's it's a simple happiness it, it is almost like childhood happiness and it's almost like it's my time to have this but it's been a long time coming and therefore that little voice goes oh yeah but I've told you for many years you're not supposed to have this I'm now trying not to listen to the voice because yes I am supposed to have it <laughs> and I want it I I want to enjoy this feeling I want yeah, to enjoy why it. not yeah. yeah you know I'm wondering whether this is where my head is starting to take me just on that happiness is stolen because as you started to explain that scenario that was the first thought in my head it was literally a a sentence that came up and then you said those words and I just wonder whether it's not so much that happiness isn't okay it could potentially be that if you are happy there's a threat that it's going to be taken away from you and you know what that feels like it's painful you know, you're joyous, you're excited, and then boom, it's taken, and you're suddenly left feeling empty as a little girl and, you know, undeserving, wondering what's happened. Because that little version of you knows what that feels like, potentially, if we use it as a hypothesis, if you start to feel far too much happiness in the here and now, there's a threat that that's going to be taken away, and the avoidance of that feeling could be what's going on in the here and now and I I have always been into survival mode protection mode (sighs) yeah and and absolutely I suspect it is far more around will this go will I lose this and and I don't want to I'm very comfortable with myself I'm very comfortable with the person that I am I am very happy to be my fabulous self. But head princess that you are. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, I I own how I look and how I feel Mm. and have done for a long time. It's the emotional side of it that I'm yet to be fully confident about. How do you feel about us 
going into that moment as a little girl you don't have to describe what's happening we can literally just go into that moment where you're excited and then suddenly that bubble is burst if we go into that moment and do the neutralization work you know with the havening we've done it before yeah yeah we can do that now and then actually do some work with that little version of you that's feeling the, the pain of the outcome of that whether that will allow you some freedom in the here and now to actually just start to enjoy the happiness without having to do that conscious reframe yeah yeah would you be would you be up for that yeah yeah. you know it's counting backwards and all of that it's your favorite thing yeah (laughs) you love it (laughs) well we could do alphabet if you prefer what's your preference numbers 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 Numbers. there we are (laughs) it's not often that the women say numbers you know most women go oh no and they prefer the alphabet, but you are one in a million. So let's go numbers. So we haven't done this for a long time, so I need to jog your memory. What I'm going to ask you to do is to, in a moment, not yet, as I'm explaining it, I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and put yourself back in that moment as a little girl, right into your shoes and become that version of you, just for a moment to be able to acknowledge where you feel it in your body. Do you remember it's usually in the center line, head, throat, chest, tummy. So let's see if there's a reaction there in the body because that's that fight or flight. And the minute you get that feeling, I want you to open your eyes again. And then we'll talk about the intensity of it and then we'll work through the havening. Okay. Now with havening, it's up to you. I've just noticed you're taking your glasses off so you can do it on your face. Well, that's why I took my glasses off. So that's going with your two hands. I'll just explain it for the people listening. From your forehead, over your cheeks and down to your chin. Or you can do it from your shoulders, rub all the way down your arms and cross over your palms. I know with your shoulder, I think you often prefer the face one, don't you? So whichever is good for you, I'm going to do arms and I'll do it with you just because I've got makeup on my face. So blend up all over the place. Okay, so I want you to just take a nice breath. And just get the body nice and calm. Then just take yourself back to that little you. Connect with that feeling. And then open your eyes when you've got it. Did you feel it? Here, right in my chest, lower chest, bottom of my throat. Mm. Like a bum, like a... Restriction. Yes. Yeah. An intensity level, it looks quite high. Yeah, it's probably sitting at a seven or an eight. Okay. It's almost like preventing you taking a breath there in terms yeah. of... Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So let's do the havening then. So you go to your face. And you're just going to do the haven in touch. And while you do that, I'd love you to count backwards from 100 in threes out loud, please. 76, 73, 
70, 67, 64, 61, 58, 55, 52, 49, 46, 43, 40, 37, 34, 31, 28, 25, 22, 19, 16, 13, 10, 7, 4, 1. Well done. Just very gently rubbing your palms together. And then while you do that, just with your face pointing at me, take your eyes to the left and then to the right and then to the left and then to the right, back to the centre. Then just up into your eyebrows and then down to the floor. And then up into your eyebrows, down to the floor. And then back to centre again. Well done. Very calming for you, Havening. Mm. So lovely. We're just watching your whole body just go, oh. It's okay. like a virtual hug. It is, isn't it? It yeah. literally is a hug for the brain. That's what I like to yeah. call it. And all that serotonin. It's just gorgeous. So... Just take a short breath now and I'd like you to put yourself back in that moment again and just notice what's changed. There's less disappointment. Okay, that's an interesting word, isn't it? Yeah. And it doesn't hurt as much. Where's their feeling in the chest? Moved up. And it's a bit like cotton wool, sort of foggy, like mist. Okay. That feel more comfortable than before? Yeah. Yeah. I can still feel it in my throat. So it's, I'm aware it's there, but it's moved up. And it's lighter. But it, 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 the biggest thing that I don't feel is the disappointment. That I'm a disappointment. That you're a disappointment. That I'm a disappointment. Rather than being disappointed. I'm a disappointment. That's, That's really fascinating. So who's, who's creating this situation where the happiness is stolen? My mum. Okay. And you're a disappointment to her. Yes. That's how that little version of you feels. In that situation, very much, yes. What did that little version of you need in that moment to feel better about that situation? Not not whole life, just this situation, so that she doesn't feel like a disappointment. To not be blamed. To not be blamed. 
I wonder if, if I can create a different version of the memory where somebody, and it doesn't need to be mum, where somebody in that moment where this is all going pear-shaped and you're starting to feel like a disappointment and like you're to blame, somebody comes in and changes that feeling for that little version of you. Yeah. You can decide who that is and you don't have to share. But it would be really nice if we could go in. Now, I know you're a tapper. Yeah. Nice. If we could go in and tap on that version of you in that moment where she's almost like encoding that feeling of being a disappointment. It'd be really lovely if we could go in and tap on her so that you can erase that feeling internally. And then we'll change the memory. And so somebody comes in, whoever that is for you, and says to you, you know, whatever they need to say to make that version of you feel better. Yeah. So to do the tapping on that little version of you, there's two things that you need to be able to do. And because you're a tapper, we can do this in this way. I want you to be able to tap on you in the chair through the main points and at the same time that you're tapping on you I want you to imagine that you're tapping on that little version of you in the memory okay so you're going to go into the memory you'll have your eyes closed I'll tap you through the points I'll talk you through how we're going to do that but I want you to imagine that you're going in first of all in that moment where she's saying that she's a disappointment I want you to tap okay make sense yeah Let's get yourself nice and calm. And it should be easier to go into the moment now in terms of the reaction in the body. So I want you to go in and then we'll start the tapping. So I want you to just gently tap on the top of your head. Just get to know that version of you once again. And as you bring her into your consciousness, I want you to just start to tap on the top of her head as well. And then move to that inner corner of the eyebrow. In the side of the eye and her eye. Just nice and gently. And then under the eye. And then just on the top of the lip. And then on the chin. And then on the edge of the collarbone. We won't do under the arm. If you just tap the karate point on one of your hands and just notice that little version of you just releasing some of that feeling. And then I'd like you to attempt to do a reprint on the memory. So what we want to be able to do is create a different feeling for that little version of you in that moment. So it's not that things aren't being taken away from her or, you know, it's all going to be party party again. We're still going to have that disappointment happen, but we want her dealing of that to change. 
by somebody coming in and assuring her and supporting her in that disappointment so that she doesn't become it. Just work that through and I'll stay quiet while you do. does that feel good <laughs> you can see that lovely sense of joy in your face there like a leaf yeah what I'd like you to do with that image now is almost go back in and I want you to almost be playing that now as if it's on a little doll's house TV because you want this to become your new reality for that moment in time so what I'd like you to do is be watching it over and over again and as you watch it you can speed it up and speed it up and just keep watching that new version and keep that smile coming and I want you to surround it by light and I have a feeling what color the light's going to be but if you're going to surround it by a gorgeous light what color will it be for you white Gorgeous. White. So have that white light all the way around that video playing over and over again. And as you watch it, I want you to imagine that that white light is coming in through the top of your head. And it's going to be flowing all the way through all of the cells and all of the fibres in your head, down into your neck. It's flowing down into your shoulders and it's bringing with it warmth and connection and the most beautiful feelings of being enough, being deserving, being just perfect as you are. I want you to imagine it flowing down over your chest, starting to move down your spine, down your arms, and all the way down into your core. Let it fill you up with that sense of being enough, sense of deserving, and that knowing in your knower that happiness is okay. Other people might have the ability to take away happiness, but only if you let them. And you can hang on to it because it's yours to hang on to. Feel that white light come all the way down through your thighs, down into your knees, down through your lower legs and into your ankles. And then I want you to feel it go out through the soles of your feet and it's going to ground you like those tree roots. It's going to go out into all different directions, into the earth and ground you in that feeling of deserving happiness. 
around you in that feeling of being enough. And as you feel that grounding, I want you to just bring your hand onto your heart and join it with the other one. And I want you to imagine drawing that white light all the way back up now through your body and into your heart. And from that heart, beautiful big heart, I want you to send that white light out. Send it out to every single person who's ever felt like they are a disappointment. And let it touch all of those people who need to feel this feeling of being good enough. You need to feel that it's okay and it's safe to be happy. And it's okay to deserve. And as you're touching all of these people, I want you to imagine that white light is bounding back to you in every single interaction that you have moving forward. In every single moment, knowing yours and you can keep it. In the days where it's not as strong as the other days, that's okay. But it's always going to be there the next day for you to have again. And just settle now. Have one final watch of that little video on the doll's house TV. Notice that little version of you feeling happier knowing that she's not to blame, knowing that she's not a disappointment. I want you to just draw that new reality in towards your heart. And imagine you can just let it settle there now. There to anchor to as you move forward. That knowing that it's okay and it's safe for you to be happy. And then whenever you're ready, just take a nice breath and come back. <laughs> mm, yeah, that was strong. Oh, well done. Such gorgeous facial expressions during that. Yeah, it, it, I pulled in the good people from my childhood that I'd forgotten, that that did love me, that weren't disappointed with me, and they surrounded me with love, and I needed to remember that. That's really beautiful, and you could see it on your face. You could see that expression of love. You could see it. Yeah, I was much loved. I was much loved. Yeah, it's hard to imagine that you weren't, to be fair, knowing you as well as I do now. I just needed to remember it. Yeah, God, you're making me emotional now, see? This is the professional coach has gone out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, as you tend to make me cry, I didn't put makeup on this time. (laughs) They are normally happy tears. 
they are normally happy tears. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And it does, there's a lightness to it, Mm. which is running in parallel with the lightness that I've been feeling anyway, that I was feeling guilty about. And I, I don't, not guilty. Yeah, not guilty. And I don't feel guilty anymore. What if it's okay to be happy? Yeah, it is. And it's one of the things that I try and say to other people is it is it is okay to to be happy and to enjoy the simple things, you know, simple joys. I've got dragonflies that keep flying into my house at the moment. They're clearly a sign. And I I watch them. And, you know, it could be as simple as a sign that I need to sit still and watch the dragonfly. (laughs) Who knows? But it gives me joy. It gives me joy to watch it. And and I'm not going to break myself anymore for finding joy in things like that. Beautiful. Yeah. Really beautiful. And... At the the beginning of this conversation, you were sort of saying what you should have done. So I should have journaled and I should have been able to then use that to be able to understand the feelings that I've got now. And journaling is a useful tool, you know, and it's something that I do. You know, I might do it for three or four weeks and then I don't do it and then I do it a bit more. And I do find it useful. I think it depends what it is that you're doing with the journal. So you're highly intuitive, Leslie, and you you understand the feelings that come up in your body. You might ignore them sometimes, but you do understand them. (laughs) And I just wonder whether journaling is something that you've seen out there that you know is a should do as opposed to something that you actually want to do. Because if it is what you want to do, that's great. But we've got to get the reason why you want to do it strong enough to actually make you sit down and put the pen to paper. I think it's more of a should do. Aye. I think it's more of a should do. I guess people I respect for the journeys that they've travelled on often journal. Mm. And so I guess that I just, I see my soul journey developing the way it is. And I I kind of thought maybe I should be. What I find is it doesn't feel natural. Mm. You know, I can, I can get that beautiful band notebook and I'll have a beautiful pen and I'll be sitting comfortably and I just look at it and think, I made myself a cup of tea. You know, it's, it, I know, I know I'm shocking. It, no, you're not. It doesn't feel intuitive. And imagine it doesn't for you. No, and maybe what I needed to actually recognise is to give myself permission that I don't actually have to do it. Yeah. This is one of the challenges, I think, with what's out there at the moment in the ether in terms of all of the things that we should be doing. And you're right, there are people out there who use different mechanisms and you see their success with that mechanism and you think, oh, God, maybe I need to do that. As I've got to know you so well over years, if there's one thing that sticks out for me in terms of how you express yourself and be mindful, because you used that word earlier, it's through your creativity. Yeah. 
which is usually about using your hands to create something, whether that's baking or whether that's crafting or whether that's being out in the garden. And that mindfulness that you're searching for around being present in that moment and exploring how you feel could come for you through that way of working as opposed to something that might work for somebody else who's perhaps a bit more logical in their thinking. Yeah, because I, I, I'm not a logical thinker. I, I'm not. No, not um, yet. With, with the best will in the world, I try to be, but I'm not. <laughs> oh, and that's what makes you wonderful. But the times that my mind quietens, the only other place is if I'm by the sea. Okay. And uh, you which, are now, aren't you? I am now, which is, which is one of the reasons I moved down here. You know, if I go early to the beach and I sit there and there's no one else around, I can sit for an hour an hour and a half and just not move and just watch and completely decompress. I describe it as food for the soul. That That's where I go and I nourish my soul by the sea. But I also get that, as you say, from digging in my garden, which, as you have seen, is foot high grass at the moment and not a lot else. It's so and not a foot high. <laughs> it's, it's not far off a foot high now, I tell you. It's been growing like mad this week. <laughs> And my gardener's got COVID. This is not helpful. <laughs> but, you know, I can see how I want my garden to be. I am creating a home. There are snippets of me in this house now. You know, I look at my bookcase with my knickknacks on and I've got a tray inside the door, which my son walked in on Sunday and went, oh, well, that's you on a tray. Because <laughs> um, yeah, it's got wine glasses and my sage stick and flowers and candles and you know just just me stuff but I am beginning to very much feel my presence in this house but what I'm loving about this house is it's very white and and I'm not normally a white person but it is it is allowing me to be and as I am making the house my home I feel very settled here. I, I, it fills me with joy. It fills me with happiness. It, it is that I want to pinch myself because I just feel so good. And yes, maybe that is my way of expressing myself rather than sitting down with a pen and paper and a, yeah. you know, a, a pretty notebook that I'm looking at it going, don't know what to write in it. <laughs> write in it. You know, if if I could press flowers in it. Or, you know, that that my head goes to, you know, or I doodle in it or it's self-expression. And I think, I think I've given myself permission to, to recognise how I express myself differently, that it doesn't need to be in the written word. Because also I, I, I for those who haven't met me, I talk a lot. Oh. I know, shocking, revelation. <laughs> but that's how I, I, I express verbally. I'm, I'm not as good in the written word. Maybe then. I had another client like this. She used to record voice notes for nobody. But she'd sit and she'd record a voice note about how she was feeling. And then she would never listen to them again. But it was just that kind of recording of what was on her mind 
you could do that at the beach, just talking to the sea. Yeah. Obviously with no one around because, you know. <laughs> I look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could just see it there, can't you? I think Laurie's I'm going to with <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no, and actually, maybe voice notes is is another way because I feel more comfortable when I have expressed how I feel. Yeah, you know whether I'm angry about something and I go whoosh because once I've done the whoosh bit, it's over yeah. and I get out. Or you know that I am joyful, you know, and and uh, seeing people and and hugging them until they can't breathe and and. It's the tactile, it's the physical yes. connection. And that's what I get with my home and my garden and and yeah, and baking for half the street. I've got new neighbours that I've got to impress with my cooking. <laughs> <laughs> but it's finding your way, isn't it? So earlier yeah. you said, you know, you want to be able to move from thinking about happiness to being and almost like embodying that feeling. And journaling could be the mechanism for some. Doesn't intuitively feel like the mechanism for you. But as long as you've got an outlet that works for you, that allows you to acknowledge the feelings, honour the feelings, using your term from earlier, you can then move through them and move on. Yeah. And if you're going to be thinking about any question, you know, if we were going to write in the top of a journal or you're going to sit on the beach and think about, the question at the moment, based on what we did earlier, is what would be the worst case scenario in terms of losing this feeling of happiness? That's probably really poorly worded in the moment. But what I always say to people when they feel that there's a threat or there's, you know, they might lose something, which is a really common feeling. It's to force yourself to consciously go there. Yeah. It's a lot easier to consciously go there once we've done that clearance work like we've done today. But to actually go there and say, well, what if I did lose this house? What would I do then? I'd do something else. As you've yeah. done your whole life. Yes. You know, whenever you've met adversity, just like most of us do, we meet adversity, it's crap in that moment isn't it for weeks months yeah. whatever but you know a year later it's passed two years later it's passed mm-hmm. and the resilience has got us through and we're happy again then we yeah. have moments where we're not happy because something horrible happens and we find our way back through it again so yeah. the worst case the, the worst case is I draw on the strength that I now know I have and I find a solution and I move forward because, yeah, there have been too many times where I have been broken. But reflecting back, they've taught me yes. resilience, compassion, strength and love. And actually, you can't ask for greater gifts than mm-hmm. those. Such a gorgeous, gorgeous thing. And having that anchor point, right, well, if the worst did happen and I lost this house, I might be unhappy for a while while I build it up again but I know I can yeah I've got that belief in myself so I have my anchor point of that beautiful memory that you've reprinted and that happiness is okay 
and an anchor point of even if I do lose it, yeah, I'll get it back again. Yeah. And actually, it is, in real terms, it is just a house. It would be if I lost my home. If I lost my home, I would recreate a new one. Yes, you would. Yeah. This is bricks and mortar. It's my bricks and mortar, and it is now my safe space. But I can make my own safe space wherever I am. Yeah. It's like, you know, you've just done that, haven't you? You've moved through. If I'd have said to you two years ago, we're going to pull you out of that house, you'd be yeah. like, ah, oh, this is my home. Yes, that was, well, it was known as the retreat that we named the house the retreat because that's what it was for me at the time. And when I moved in, I said I would leave it in a box. I feel quite similarly about this one having packed. <laughs> and packed. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it, something drew me to this house. Well, you know, I bought it without actually seeing it because yeah. it had been built. But I just knew I needed to be here. And I feel that very strongly. There is a reason that I am here now and it it's not clear yet but the universe will show me when I'm ready to see it it will it will that anchor into the worst case scenario and that strength that you have is so key because without us doing that conscious thought around it it almost sits there like a little threat Mm. in the brain constantly nagging without the thought it is just a nag. Once you've done the thought, you rationalise it and go, I'm all right now. Yeah. And I have got better at telling the voice on my shoulder a firm no. And that, well, I mean, we worked on that a lot in the early days and that has stayed with me. And, you know, it's, it is a lot easier to quieten the voice quickly. I was surprised at how I'd heard the voice here because I hadn't expected to. I think it was the blindsiding of it. And, you know, acknowledging that the last year's been tough at times. So I feel like I've drawn... Do you know what? I'm not surprised. That comment you just made about the voice coming up again. If you think, you know, I bang on about change curve all the time, don't I? But let's just establish where you are in the change curve. So you're right at the beginning of a new one, having, you know, you've gone through one last year and now you're in the start of another one moving into this new home. Yes. And at the top of the change curve, it's absolute uncertainty. And when we're in absolute uncertainty, that's when our resolve is the lowest. So the inner critic is right there and our own self-doubt is right there. And the two of them, switch up the volume because they love it when you're uncertain because they get their airtime yeah very much so because yeah almost in my head I hadn't thought past moving in here okay and then I moved in and it was like oh I'm here (laughs) okay now everything else has to start yeah and so you're right it is it's that new change curve and seeing where it takes me on this journey that I'm on that seems to be doing me all right at the moment. The, it's the sparkly, that's what it is. Oh, yes. Pink oh, sparkly. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy for you, honestly. And on a personal level, I'm so happy for you. I'm really happy that we've been able to get to that memory as well because we've never done that memory before. It's not come up before. But it's so linked to what's going on for you now that. 
you'll get the freedom from that. And then if you focus on being Leslie rather than being Judith or being Bob or, you know, being whatever else anybody else does, then you'll find your way of honoring those feelings. I mean, you've got a meditation room, for goodness sake. Get in there. Look at your treats. Working on it. Working on it. (laughs) I'm going to come around myself. You know how rubbish I am at meditation. My friend says has just trained as a meditation coach and sent me one last night, which was oh divine. So I had a quick listen to that as well. So yeah, I'm gonna just tap into all of these energies of these wonderful people that share with me. As I said earlier, I feel very blessed. The tribe I have around me have similar soul journeys. Yes. It's just gorgeous. And you know, keep that white light strong, you know, bring that white light in. Maybe for the next few days, just repeat that exercise. I'll be seeing you soon anyway. And then we're seeing each other on the meet treat because you come back. I'm so excited. Having done the first one to be able to come again and just move forward again, because a lot of what we talked about at the first meet treat is now in place. I know. The things that I said I wanted, even though I thought I wanted them differently, my first mood board had by the sea on it. Just and, that how much you've yeah. grown in that time is yeah. oh, on so many levels. It's, incredible. Yeah. it's incredible. So it would be really good to do this one. I'm really pleased to meet somebody that I chatted to from the Big Girls Journey to Lean, yes. who I've yet to meet, who's also coming. So to meet in person someone that I've shared parts of the journey with. I mean, you know, and I'm really looking forward to the new group that you're setting up because again the old faces that are coming out that these are all people that we've had connections with it's almost like a piece of string but it's a cosmic piece of string and we are all interlinked in different ways and I cherish that I believe very strongly that there is such a connection with people and some people walk a path with you for a long time and some touch your life for a moment but they have touched your life yes and you need to honor that and respect it and that's where that ball of string with all the bits touching those people come into your lives for a reason and the metri in many respects the first one I blossomed that's where I saw the potential I had to become truly me and that's how I feel I am now and and the people I met on the journey you know, so many. They're all friends, aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the things that we said we would do, we did. Yeah, um, one weekend, the friendships you formed are, are incredible. Oh, the, the the bonds are so tight. Yeah. Bonds are so tight, and an experience of spending quality time reflecting upon ourselves and giving ourselves the freedom to discover our true person. Yes. That's really what it was. And I still remember sitting in the room thinking, I'm not going down there. I'm terrified. I can't go down there. Angela's in that room and she's, you know, she's so fabulous and she's so awesome. And I'm so terrified. And and I just remember walking in and and us all hugging and and it was like it was meant to be. But I I nearly didn't actually leave the hotel room. (laughs) I'm so glad you did. I would have come and got you anyway. Well, I know to be fair. (laughs) But yeah, it was amazing. And it began a journey where I 
allowed myself to be my true self. Yes. Yeah. Authenticity from the heart. Yeah. You know, there's no mask on Leslie. No. No. I tried it. It doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it like I see it. (laughs) Oh, I just, well, that's what we want though, isn't it? Speaking your truth, being who you are. And we can be tempted into what other people do because, you know, we're influenced by this stuff all of the time. But it's great to be influenced, but only by stuff that feeds your soul. So journal through the window and go and find your way of honouring those feelings. It's been an absolute joy to work with you again. Thank you very much for being so open and for letting us go deep. I said at the start, oh, if this is about journaling, before we came on air, I said, this is about journaling, Leslie. It's going to be really transactional. This one, yeah. (laughs) It won't be deep at all. No, no. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's how we work. (laughs) We roll. Right. Well, thank you, lovely listener, for tuning in. I hope you've really got something from the session, because whilst it's about Leslie, there are lots of takeaways in there for us all to use and learn from. So if you have enjoyed it, please do leave a review. Leslie, it's been an absolute joy as always. I hope you enjoy unpacking the rest of the boxes on your day off and I will see you soon. But for now, we will leave it there and have a good day, everyone. And so, just like that, we're at the end of the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your time listening today. And a big thank you from me for taking the time. I'd really love it if you would be able to leave a review because it really does help us to get noticed. And if you haven't already, why not subscribe and then you never miss an episode. I wish you a lovely rest of the day, whatever it is that you're doing, and I hope that you stay safe and well.